Football. 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 Oh, it is time. Football is here. We are about 45 minutes from kickoff. And thank you for joining us to take you to kickoff. We, of course, are the Lockdown Corner Podcast. And with me today, me being Alex at AJ Baralt. Find me on Twitter there. With me today, as always, Dusty B, Dustin Burgundy 51 and making his return to tonight's program, Mr. Alec Rout. Welcome back, sir. Good Hello, friend. It's good to see you. You're cutting in and out a little bit, but also good to see you. Uh, so we're going to have a lot of fun on tonight's show. We're not going to do a lot of analysis because at this point, look, we all know you listen to other podcasts. You watch TV. You already know what's going on. You already know what people are thinking. And if you watch the Lockdown Corner Gambling Show, you already know that we talked about this game in depth already. So we're not going to do any of that. However, if you all remember... It was last January when the Packers lost in the playoffs. Uh, we had a little video, a little hype video to get everyone excited and all jazzed up. Well, this year, we did the same. We're going to play that for you now here. This is a little tease to get you fired up for this podcast and also for kickoff tonight if you're not fired up already. Uh, I don't know if you all, a little backstory, if you all remember... I don't know what you two are. Oh, I see. I never mind. Uh, anyway, <laughs> I don't know if you all have the movie. Up the crowd. I got it. It took me a second. I'm a little foggy today for whatever reason. But anyway, um, so the movie Logan, it was a Wolverine. It's a, it's a comic book movie, so not everyone had heard of it. But basically, we tried to mimic the trailer. So we are going to show off our work here. So please enjoy our little hype video. myself today to see if I still feel I focus on the pain the only thing And you could have it all My empire of dirt I will let you down I will make you hurt I will 
So that is that. Let me take that off now. Now you see us. So that is, you can find that on YouTube. Make sure you are subscribed to our YouTube page there. Make sure that video, oh. You know, he was just. So my computer <laughs> just auto-played YouTube. It is a clip. I don't know where this is from, but it. The, I'm not kidding. Actually, I can screen share this. Dick Buckus is going to cut you down is the name of this video. I, sure. Anyway, <laughs> well, as I was saying, make sure you give that video a like and hit that subscribe button. We are so close to 100. Just somebody out there, if you're in the sound of my voice, just hit subscribe. Being on 99 is super annoying. Just click the subscribe button. And obviously, you'll get all these fresh faces every week and quality content as well. Um, all right. We've done enough promoting of ourselves. We got a game. Kind of. I guess if you want to call it a game. So, it was brought to our attention that there are some first-year eligible NFL players for next year's Hall of Fame. And uh, it's quite a deep group. So, usually Hall of Fame classes are run five, six deep. So, each of us on this panel, we're going to go around the horn. We'll take turns. We're going to basically do a tiny draft, if you want to call it that. We're going to pick players who we think should be in the Hall of Fame. We're going to kind of rifle through this as we know everyone wants to get to kickoff. And we got some other stuff we want to do too. But let me bring up the old screen share here. Uh, and buttons. Come on. There we are. So let's zoom in here. Whoops, that's the wrong one. <laughs> I'm really good at the technology. Alex, I feel like a chance to give you your flowers. video. Like I could run all right now, brother. I mean, literally, the adrenaline is running through my veins the way that we're listening to. I hurt myself today. <laughs> Niners running into the end zone. I was at that game. I had PTSD from that game. Alex I know. Thank you. I appreciate it. And yeah, I I'm not going to take a lot of credit for this because I basically just cut the clips. But that music all came from the Wolverine or the. It's called Logan. I keep saying Wolverine. Logan trailer. Someone cut the music, so it was just really easy, nice, and so, it, I mean, it still took me some time, but, yeah, credit to the Marvel people. I basically just cut stuff up, but thank you. I appreciate it. Real humble uh, guy. Take the compliment. He's so humble. I love this guy, man. No, <laughs> it's the truth. I wish I could be like, yep, this is all me, but, no, the Marvel people did a lot of the work. I just kind of hacked some stuff together. Now I lost my thing here. Okay. We're just going to leave it at this size. So, we haven't decided. Uh, Alec, this was your idea. You get the first pick. So, here, if you need me to scroll through, we can. Well, well I know pick for sure. I mean, the first pick, first ballot Hall of Famer. It's a little bit close, but first pick, I've got to go Joe Thomas. I yeah. mean, guy was just an absolute stud. He was the best player on his team for years. You rarely hear that. As an offensive lineman, um, I mean, this guy was an absolute. So that's my first round pick. Why don't we scroll for the second round pick? 
will go one, a two, a how do you do. We're going to go with Reggie Wayne. Reggie Mm. Wayne, hero for the Colts. He was such an absolute, uh, he was a constant in that offense, right? Obviously, Marvin Harrison, fantastic. You know, one of the best to ever do it. I feel like Reggie Wayne was a big part in Marvin Harrison's success. You know, he, he would have been successful on his own. Well, don't get me wrong. But without having that solid, solid number two receiver, would have been a number one for any other team uh, in Reggie Wayne. There would have been a lot more doubles on Marvin. He had the career that he would have had. Let's go scroll over for pick three. For pick three, I'm going to take the man with possibly the greatest celebration of all time. I'm going to go Jared Allen. Uh, you know, that that jack-in-the-box celebration. We've already talked about it on the schoolyard. That made me feel like I was the guy back in the day, man. I'm sure that we've all been there. But that celebration in and of itself was legendary. And old 6'9", he really got after the quarterback. He was really a hazard out there. Um, for number four, back to the first slide, we're going to go with my man, Darrell Reed. I mean, Darrell Reed doesn't really need a lot. I, I don't really need to hype up this pick, guys. I mean, this guy was nicknamed the island for a reason. Now you all see posts on social media. 70% of the world is covered by water. The other 30% is insert DB here. Darrell Revis was the original, okay? Yeah. And then for pick number five, I'm going to go with a man who I think if football was not in his life, may be in a prison somewhere because he's an absolute maniac. If you've ever seen his workouts, you know what I'm talking about. It's James Harrison, dude. I mean, this guy is a freak. I, I've seen videos of this man doing dips with 200-plus pounds hanging off of his body. You would think, oh, okay, he's probably a small guy, right? No, he's 90 So that gives you a little bit of details on the work ethic that this guy had. I'll never forget him running back that touchdown in the Super Bowl against yep. the, one of the best Super Bowl moments that I've So those are my Cutting out a little bit, but that is a solid five. Uh, Dustin, would you care to go next? Also, we didn't talk about this beforehand. Are we allowed to pick the same people? Yeah. Yeah, we no rules. Okay. Then, Dustin, I will allow you to go next. I don't really have any complaints. Of course, you can't really complain about any of these guys. They, Whatever you think of them, looking at through these lists, I don't know that there's one person I would be like, no. You know, I'd leave off. The only person, maybe, and maybe if someone says his name, we'll get to it, so I won't spoil it. So, Dustin, where are you going with your top five of this of these eligible first-year players? Sure. So, uh, my number one, obviously, is Joe Thomas. I completely agree with Alec. I mean, he didn't miss a game for 10 years. What do you allow? I think, like, two sacks in those 10 years, which is just, like, a ridiculous stat. Like, it just doesn't happen to be that consistent as offensive lineman. It just doesn't happen. And for the Browns to land him and keep him for that long, and he retired with the Browns, I mean, just you got to give it to him. Yeah, I mean, he just absolutely deserves it. Okay, let's. No, I I was gonna let you finish. That's why I was raising my hand. Like we're in school. It is okay. school season. Uh, can we just talk about the fact that the Brown he was too good for Cleveland? I 
this poor guy probably gave up more sacks in his entire career than the Browns had wins. Like, the poor guy wasted away in Cleveland, never got close to anything. Are we sure he even made the playoffs once? Did, was he on that Derek Anderson team in, like, 2008? And I don't even think they made the playoffs. The poor guy wasted – his career could have been so different if the Browns didn't Brown. That is very true. Okay, yes. I I also I appreciate the uh, the call on thanks Dusty Mister Dusty is what I like to say. Um, another legendary fact about Joe Thomas I have two kind of uh, he has a burger named after him. Look up the Joe Thomas burger if y'all haven't had it. It's the best struggle meal ever at McDonald's. Go in there, try it out. Number two, to gain weight in high school, this guy used to buy a loaf of bread every day and turn each loaf of bread or turn the entire loaf of bread into peanut butter and jelly so spices in the bread it would be 10 sandwiches and he would carry that bag around with him and eat two every class that is that is a lot of carbs that doesn't sound fun to me you know it's like (laughs) oh you can eat whatever you want you have to gain weight but it just sounds miserable. To ah! that. Yeah, people people will never understand the struggle of how hard it is to put on like good weight. Like it is so difficult because it's so time consuming. And number two, like you're not hungry and you still need to eat. Like you have ah! to eat those calories, otherwise you cannot do what you want to do. It is ah! very difficult. Okay, Al. <laughs> hey, we got sound effects now. I'm gonna abuse them. <laughs> all right, all right. Now, okay, I'll move on to my number two pick. Uh, this one. You guys may not like, but I love the pick. It's got to be Devin Hester for me. Has the NFL record for kick returns in the NFL. I mean, the dude could change a game on one kickoff. Let's just think of the Super Bowl. He almost single-handedly won that game for him, and they shouldn't. Yep. They had no business being close to that game. They had no business being in that game. I mean, you he have, was a game changer. You come at Rex Grossman. You come at me. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Oh, no. how do you hate that pick? How do you hate it? No, he, I don't. I was just making fun of Rex. No, Brown. I'm talking about Alec. He's shaking oh. his head. He hates it. I do hate that pick. I do. Yeah, that's a terrible pick, Dustin. I mean, sure, the guy was a game changer on special teams. Done. How, that's all you need. Transcend it. That's it. No. No, I don't think that we can have just career specialists on this list. At some point, we're going to have everybody make the Hall of Fame. We're going to be like, Oh, well, what about Wallaby? He was the world's greatest blocking tight end who could also catch the ball on third downs. Like, where are we going to draw the line here? How many touchdowns did he have in his entire career? I bet it wasn't over 20. That yeah, it was. He had 20-some kick returns for – punt returns for a touchdown. So he had over 20. Okay, so over 20 is not a big deal. I want to see at least triple digits for touchdowns to get into the Hall of Fame. At least triple digits. You need to lay off the good stuff, Al, because your guy has given you some good stuff, man. I don't know, triple digits? like Triple digits? Ho- holy smokes. Like Kickers don't even get triple digits sometimes in their NFL career, and they're kickers. There should never be a kicker in the Hall of Fame. So oh, my. That's blasphemous. That is I blasphemous. Mean... I don't hate so that. So you're telling me that Justin Tucker doesn't deserve to be in the in the Hall of Fame. But he's the exception, though, right? 
say that he's the exception, sure. But there's always going to be an exception, then. There's always going to be someone that's better. There's always going to be that. Sure. Well, okay. Here, I'm just going to jump in real quick. We're, we got off track with the kicker thing here. It's a, it's a, we're not talking kickers. I'm just The Devin Hester point, I don't think – sure. I'm trying to think. There was another guy. I don't know if you guys remember this name. He played for the Falcons when we were all growing up. I know I'm a little older than you guys. He played for the Falcons. Oh, was it um, Rossum? Alan Rossum? No. Does that sound familiar? No. Uh, I may have to Google it while you two battle it all. But my point on the Devin Hester thing, there was – I don't think – how do I want to say this? So Deion Sanders was considered the all-time – Greatest kick return until this guy came along. Yes, it was the one thing he did. But it was so extraordinary that it, it, it someone pointed out here, I don't remember who said it, it changed the game. I think your Hall of Fame has to include guys like this because they were that transcendent. They did change the game. Because after he left, let's be honest, kicks and punts are basically either just let it bounce into the end zone now or just catch it and take your loss. Not with him. When he was back there, there was a actually probably better than 50% chance he was going to return it for big yards, if not a touchdown. I think that deserves to be in the Hall of Fame. I don't know. My issue with it is that there's a lot of people who are great kick returners, great punt returners throughout the NFL's history. I mean, where do we draw the line here? Should Jacoby Jones be considered for the Hall of Fame? Should Josh Cribbs be considered for the Hall of Fame? I mean, there's a lot of specialists. Oh, I forgot I'm on screen share. Hold on a second. <laughs> Alan Rossum, I was right. He played for the Falcons. That's all he did. I don't remember where I was going with that point at this point. But, yes, Alan Rossum. He actually played for the Packers. I will I will concede this, though. We can go ahead and include Devin Hester, okay? But my, my issue is just where do we draw the line? You know, is Josh Cribbs going to be a Hall of Famer then because no. he's a kick returner? I don't know. It's just it's a weird it's form. The, the thing that sets him apart to me is just the volume that he had in like his career cuz really he didn't have like a i mean he had a decent like career but like just like the level he did it and the amount of times he did it in a short span was kind of incredible and like i said just the way he could just turn a game in one kick you know especially like it wasn't like cuz he did it in clutch times too like the super bowl opening kick huge play for bears so many punt returns where it's like tight game and he kind of really blows it away it was just it was kind of the scenario when he did it was kind of what gives it for me. But I can digress and move on from him. Uh next one I'd have to give it to Marcus Ware. Yeah. The, yeah. I mean, just he had such a great career, just like start to finish. I mean, a multiple time all pro. I mean, probably one of the best rush like rush linebackers of all time. I mean, he's just it's kind of no brainer there. I mean, granted, this is this is a tough list, so there's a lot of other guys like I like him and James Harris are like neck and neck with me. The only reason I didn't give it to James Harrison quite yet is because this is his first year of eligibility. He will get in. There's no question he'll get in. Yeah. But it just kind of went. And then uh, fourth guy, uh, I agree with you, Jared Allen. I mean, just a stud, complete chaos maker on so many offensive lines. I don't really think I have to elaborate too much. I'll kind of hit most of that. And then my fifth one, I'm going to go with Zach Thomas. I think he's been one of the most underrated players kind of all time. I think he ended his career. Let's see. I, I pulled it up quick in the stats. Let's see real quick. Where is it? Uh, Zach Thomas. Here we go. He had 
over 1,700 tackles in his career, and he was a five-time All-Pro. To me, those are numbers. There's a Hall of Fame. I think Ray Lewis had, like, just over 2,000. So, in comparison, you know, he's right up there with Ray Lewis. So, if Ray Lewis gets in, you know, Zach Thomas probably should as well. And, yeah, that's probably my five. So, that's your five, and we got to get moving to other things here. And we're – we got – 20 minutes left in the show. I cannot believe you guys. I have bones to pick with y'all. First bone to pick. Chad Johnson? Ocho Cinco? Hold on a minute. You're shaking your head. Let me defend myself. I am going to make the claim and the argument. Strap in, folks. He changed the game. Let me tell you why. Not only was he a dominant receiver. This is the first guy I can remember that decided he was going, or the first, I would say, athlete to actually brand themselves. Look where we are in 2022. Chad Johnson became Chad Ochocinco. If you, I say the name to you, Ochocinco, you know exactly who I'm talking about. And he's propelled that post-career to a lot of fame and success. I, look, I know that the Hall of Fame is on the field stuff, and his numbers, I'm pretty sure, would compete with anybody. He was there was a stretch there in the late 2000s. He was dominant. Dustin, shut your face. I will go. I, this one, I, I will go stats. to the I got his. I got his stats, and I'm, I'm sorry to say, compared to the other guys, he's not close. Hold on, who are you comparing to him on this list, though? Uh, Tory Holt, Reggie Wayne. I think even Steve Smith might got him in like. Steve Especially Smith yards, neck and neck, because those two basically were going back and forth for best. I know, I know. Tory Holt and Reggie Wayne got him by at least like two thousand yards. Both. Well, those, those two are, I would say, are above and beyond. I'm just trying to mention the guys that we haven't mentioned already, because I was actually going to bring up Steve Smith next. But Chad Johnson, I think, deserves a lot more credit. I know he had a bad rep when he was playing because it was, oh, he's a basket case. Then he went to Miami and that fell apart. Then he went to New England that fell apart. And the end of his career kind of petered out without really any sort of flair. But this dude, from the time he was in the league and the end of his time in Cincinnati, was one of the most dominant players in the league and one of the most marketable, and he took control of his brand. And I think he was a pioneer in that regard because he's the first, at least in my lifetime, he's the first one I can remember that was a brand. It was Ocho Cinco. Steve Smith deserves to be in this conversation. He would like a word. Uh, Steve Smith, same arguments as Chad Johnson. Not so much the brand stuff, but... There was a point where Johnson and Smith were going back and forth for who's the best in the NFL. Then the other guy that was not named, Patrick Willis. Y'all are disrespectful. Patrick Willis, if not for, I'm pretty sure he retired due to health reasons, was the most dominant NFL football player we have. He, Kids, if you're listening and you're the age of like 10, what TJ Watt is now, imagine him, but like, 10 times better. Patrick Willis was incredible. We will never see. Luke Keekley came close. Also retired early due to injuries. Look, man, Patrick Willis, does, it will be a first ballot Hall of Famer. Mark it. I, mark my words. Right here, September 8th of 2022, I'm calling my shot. Patrick Willis will be a first ballot Hall of Famer. He deserves that. Now, if there's a knock against him, he didn't play long enough, Maybe. But Patrick Willis would like a word in this conversation. The one name that didn't come up that I kind of want to talk about, I'm going to say no. I don't think he gets in. At least first ballot for sure. Chris Johnson. 
he had he peaked too early. I don't think he had the length of dominance that's required to get in. Yeah. So I think that your argument for Chris Johnson could be used towards the Patrick Willis debate. Now, sure. hear, hear me out. I, I loved Patrick Willis. I honestly, I agree with you. I think that he may have been the most talented linebacker that the league is legitimately could have been. Yeah. I, I just feel like his reign of dominance was short. Um, maybe not as short as Chris Johnson's, but it was too short think for first ballot hall of fame now he's definitely first ballot hall of fame in terms of talent but in terms of the field production, i just think that i don't know it was close it was close for him to make my list but i just think that he was a little short and i'm not mad he made yours i mean honestly it was kind of interchangeable there i didn't yeah. and truth be told i wasn't really making a list or a team because we got to move on i just wanted to, rec- I just wanted to- have a conversation about some of these guys. Cam Chancellor, I wouldn't say first ballot Hall of Famer, but I does he deserve to be in? Maybe. Chris Johnson, I don't think makes it. I'm looking at Patrick Willis right now. He only played eight years. That's crazy. I thought he at least played longer than that. So and yeah, you're right. That could be a knock against him, but man, oh man, was he when he was on the field, it was incredible to watch. Uh a lot of these other guys, Dwight Freeney, he'll get in. No worries there. And Quan Bolden, I think, would like a word. And um, sorry, the dog just came in. Um, and Quan Bolden, I think there's a conversation to be had. I don't know if he's a first ballot guy. I don't really know a lot about Anquan Bolden off the top of my head, though. Robert Mathis, probably not a first ballot guy. And Vince Wilfork, I mean, I, honest to God, the only thing I really know about Will, Vince Wilfork is what? that's like the only thing I know. He's a big dude, and one time he was on Hard Knocks and wore overalls. That's all yeah. I know about the guy. But, yeah. So, anyway, let's move on to different topics. We have 15 minutes left before kickoff, which means we have 15 minutes left in this very show. So, next thing we wanted to talk about, let me find my notes here, season predictions. So, we were going to go through some award stuff, but we kind of did that on the gambling show, and we're running out of time. So, let's just keep it to this, guys. Super Bowl prediction. Right now, today, September 8th, 7 o'clock p.m. Central. Let's start with Dustin. Your Super Bowl teams and who wins. Ooh. I will be writing this down also so we can check our work at the end of the year. But it is Prediction Thursday, as they say in the business. Yes, this is a tough one, honestly, because there's there's a lot of really good teams in the league right now. A lot of really good teams who I think have a really good shot at getting there. It's if they stay healthy or not for a lot of them. Ooh, man. It's the beauty I mean, of night, man. Everyone's got hope, even the Jets. I'm going to go with uh, the Packers in the NFC. I really think with their defense, I think their defense is going to be top five this year. I mean, I just don't even question at this point. I think with a defense that stacked and that much depth, I just think they're going to get far, especially because even if they do get hurt, they have so much depth where they're fine. And then the AFC side, AFC side is where it gets tricky because there's, again, there's a lot of teams that are like kind of teetering there where they can easily break out. I'm going to go probably unpopular and say the Chargers, honestly. I'm gonna ah, go the Chargers. All right. I'm going to go unpopular. I think, I think they got, I mean, if it's not, if this isn't the year for them, they're never going to make it because they have Khalil Mack, Joey Bosa, JC Jackson, Derwin James. I mean, they're, they're stacked on defense. There's no reason that they should not be able to make a push. And then offense they have. Herbert, Keenan Allen, Mike Williams, Eckler, 
Uh, freaking their offense line is really good. They got Rashawn Slater, uh, their center. I don't know. He's old pack. Corey Lindsley. Thank Trying to think of him. Yeah. But I mean, they're stacked. Lions for the Super Bowl. Eh. Yeah, that's my buddy Dylan. He's he's a youper. He's friends with my girlfriend, and we're actually bowling tomorrow. So Dylan, shout out to you. I'll see you tomorrow for our good old fashioned bowling league. But uh, I no think, shout out to the Lions. Yeah, no, I, I mean, I'll I'll give them maybe like in the next five to seven years. I guess say they may have pushed because they got a really come on, hold team. on, okay, five Dylan to seven derailed the show. Five to seven years, the Lions win, are in the Super Bowl. Are you nuts? But I'm saying they could make a push. They could. I could. I think- I think that over the next what are we five doing here? I think that over the next five to seven years the Lions will have I'll say They need a quarterback. I'll there's a lot coming one. up. There's a lot coming up. CJ Stroud, Bryce Bryce Young. But this lot. year they might be too frisky to get one of those guys. They're Listen. going the Lions are going to Lion. The Lions when have they ever well, I guess Stafford. But when have they ever put together a solid run? Never. They're gonna hold on to Jared Goff, and they're gonna why? Bat- <laughs> they're gonna improve every year. And I'll tell you what: in five to seven years from now, they're gonna have at least forty-five wins over that period of time. All right, I'm the lone wolf here. No shot. Forty wins. Yeah, I'm on your side. I'm on your side. I, I don't do. I don't do math. It's past seven o'clock. I don't do math. Yeah, Sorry, no, I, I thought you were making the argument for they're going to incrementally get better as we go along. They will. they will, but they're starting at the floor. I think they'll have four wins this year, yeah. Four, well, the which would probably put, which would probably put them top, top five pick. Like four wins will probably put them top That's five the pick. That's the thing. If they get four or five wins, okay, now we're talking Bryce Young, and now, okay, we're in the game. That's what, I, that's what I'm saying. I just think yeah. they're going to be too frisky. I don't think Dan Campbell's going to let them win only four games, unless it's like last year they don't have a choice. I just think they're better this year. I think they're better. I think everybody else is better too. Let's keep moving. Let's keep. I was going to say thanks, Dylan, for derailing the show. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Alec, your Super Bowl prediction right here on uh, September the eighth. All right, yeah, Super Bowl prediction this year. This is going to be a doozy, guys. I've got the Ravens. I think that Lamar Jackson. Really? I think he put in that work this offseason. He doesn't strike me as a player who just coasts by when there's adversity in front of him. He wants a new deal. He wants to perform. He wants to win. I think that the Ravens go to the Super Bowl, and I think that they're battling it out with Jameis Winston and the Saints. Whoa! You're doing a thing. This can't be right. Boys, his new eyes. He hasn't been able to see for the past 10 years. You know what he did the last time that he was a starter? He led the league in in passing yards, and he had, I believe, he was close to leading the league in passing touchdowns. Sure, he threw 30 interceptions, but he couldn't see. On your own here. Elvin Kamara, he has um, Michael Thomas, he has Jarvis Landry. He Do we know has- what Michael Thomas is at this point? I believe that he's going to come back. I believe he's going to be back player of the year. I think he's going to have 1,700 yards receiving legitimately. He's okay. going to have here. Alvin Kamara, do what Alvin Kamara does. Jarvis Landry's going to bounce back. He's going to have a great year. And that Saints defense is pretty tough. So that's where we're going to be. I think that Lamar takes it. But I think Jameis shows everybody who Jameis has been. And 
trust me, guys, he's got the ankles that are like the elbows. He's got the elbows that are like the knees. You see that video earlier? This guy's God, he's I have no idea what you're talking about. Oh, you haven't seen that? I'll send it. No. <laughs> wow. You're cutting out a little bit. I don't know what the hell just happened. The Saints and the Ravens. Okay, the Ravens, they got a tough path, but at least they're good enough I could see it. The Saints, kind of loaded, I suppose. But um, they have to go through Green Bay, Tampa, Philly. Are we sure they're better than Dallas? I'm not. And Dallas ain't going nowhere. Now, I will grant you, the NFC, wide open this year. Because I don't trust Tampa, because Brady could retire at any moment. Uh, Green Bay, they got question marks on their offensive side. Are their tackles healthy? Are their rookie receivers going to come through? Defense, I think we're all set there. Pretty good there. But some question marks on offense. Philly, all of a sudden, is getting all sorts of Super Bowl buzz. Uh, why? So people really believe that strongly in Jalen Hurts? Can we see it? Because, I mean, sure, he's great at fantasy, but that's only because he runs the ball. Have we seen him throw it in real life, not in fantasy? Question marks there. NFC's wide open. Can the Saints get hot and make a run? Perhaps. I I don't want to be a homer. But my prediction, I'm going to start with Green Bay. I think it is wide open. I honestly think that this is probably Rodgers' last season. I know he just got the big deal. But we have to prepare for the reality that this is actually the last dance. So I think throughout the year they're going to add players. I don't think their roster today is what's going to be in December. I think they probably add an outside linebacker, third safety. If some, if one of these receivers gets hurt or just proves to be unreliable, Will Fuller is still sitting out there. Now, granted, he's got a lot of injury stuff, but if you bring him in and late October. He only plays eight games anyway. Well, that gets you basically through the rest of the year. So I got Green Bay. I think they're going to make additions, fortify their de- their defense because not a lot of questions, but they could use an outside linebacker third safety. I think their defense is going to be solid. I think Jones and Dylan are the real deal. I think that's going to be their identity. It's going to be run and defense. They're going old school this year. And obviously, when you have a great quarterback, you can flip back and forth on offense between running and throwing. That's great. Good balance. AFC-wise, the disrespect for this team that resides in Missouri, the Kansas City Chiefs. Look, man, I know they lost Tyreek Hill. Oh, no, I get it. But they still have Travis Kelsey. They know who they are. They have a veteran coach, Super Bowl winning coach. They were basically, I mean, the Bills could have beat them in round two, but they hung in there, got to the championship game. And Cincinnati was just red hot. Otherwise, they're probably in the Super Bowl last year. And they were damn close to it. This team is getting wildly disrespected. I would, would any of us be shocked if the Chiefs all of a sudden just showed up and there they are in February? Because it wouldn't shock me. AFC, I got questions. The Chargers, I love Herbert. Can he do it now that the pressure's on? Because who cares? They don't have any fans. They have no home field advantage. Okay. Russell Wilson in Denver? Yeah. I, I, Denver's burned me too many times. It's like, oh, Denver. Eh, okay, it's Denver. AFC's loaded. They got their work cut out for them. Even teams like the Dolphins are on the rise. They're coming for them. But the disrespect to Sir Patrick Mahomes is ridiculous. This team has enough weapons. Now, granted, we watched one of them, MBS, for the last five years, and it was a little up and down. 
But they got talented guys on the outside. Juju, everyone is expecting a bounce back here, including myself. I like Kansas City, and not a lot of people are talking about it. So much like Dwight Schrute, it's not who I most expect. It's not who I least suspect. It's the ones I most medium suspect. That is my logic here. So, yeah, so let's go through that again. Dustin has Packers Chargers. Alec, for God knows what reason, took <laughs> and the Ravens. And I got Packers and Chiefs. Finally, Rodgers, Mahomes. We finally get to see it if all comes down to it. And finally, what else was on our show sheet for today? Oh, Dustin, this was your game. We have five minutes left in the show. Very quickly, you want to right. game, would you rather? Basically, if I understand it right, you're going to throw names at us, and then you're going to go, who would you rather have? We're going to go quick, rapid fire. Yeah, so it's just going to be – so I'm going to say one player. So he is going to be compared to same position. I'm going to throw you a different player each time. We're going to say him or him pretty much. That's all it is, just him or him. So the player I'll be using on Super Bowl, Super Bowl possible team for me for the LA Chargers, Mike Williams will be my comparison today. So would you guys rather Mike Williams or Keenan mm-hmm. Allen? Keenan Allen, absolutely. Oh, I, I guess we need to know the parameters. Is this like for the next ten years? So, is it just for this next year? Five, we'll say next five to make. Then it give fair. me Mike Williams, younger, more explosive. Okay, fair enough. So these are kind of going to get a little harder as we go. So we're going to go now. Mike Williams or Terry McLaurin? Terry, give me Terry. Uh, I don't trust Washington's. He's more talented. Give me Terry McLaurin. All right. Mike Williams or Rashad Bateman? Ooh, I like Bateman. I think he's going to have a massive year only because he's the option. I, I, I'm i a big Bateman guy. Give me Bateman. I'll go Bateman as well. He's big. I like him. Yep. Yeah, good pick. All right, Mike Williams or Amon Ross St. Brown? Mike Williams. I got to see more. Give me, give me more. I EQ had – his brother oh. EQ had a big – All right. Season. Give me more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll go Mike Williams on that one, but I love Amon Ra. Yeah. All right. Now, this is a, this will be a controversial one. Mike Williams or Brandon Cooks? Oh, next five years, Mike Williams. Yeah. And it's really easy. It comes down to health. Yeah, I'll That's go fair. Mike. That's fair. Cooks That's is more you. dependable. I would say that. He's more consistent. And even with Davis Mills, he was pretty damn good last year. I just – the concussion scared me off. He said five or six. You're telling me the next five years, eh, I don't trust him to even stay in the league for five more years. Fair enough. All right, a couple more. Mike Williams or shoot, I just had him. Or Alan Lazard. Williams. More explosive. Alan Lazard's fine, but he's not gonna quote unquote blow your balls off or anything. He's just fine. Yeah, give me Mike Williams. I was gonna make the argument that Lazard's a greater blocker, but I mean in reality, I have the route running. Yeah. All right. This no, this one will be I don't know how you guys feel about him. Mike Williams or Hunter Renfro? Ooh. I'll go. I'll go Hunter Renfro. I'm going to stay Mike Williams, but it's tough. I really have to think about it. But we're doing that, this that was. I'm going to stay Mike Williams. Yeah. That was the really close one for me because Hunter Renfro is like, I mean, his route running is just impeccable. Like when they did the top hundred and they were talking about him, and someone said Hunter Renfro, they're like, really him? And they're like, yeah. They're like, did you watch the tape? Like, watch the tape. Like, he's really good. No. Dustin, so that was that was a close one. I gotta th- I gotta throw this at him because we're almost out of time. And Alec, Dustin and I got into a raging debate on Sunday. I ask you, good sir, Alex Smith or Ryan Tannehill? I appreciate you asking me this because I am the master debater. So <laughs> I will answer I'm this. 
Um, I'm going to go with my gut. I've been a Ryan Tannehill guy. For yes! Forever. Ryan Tannehill. Finally! <laughs> Alex, I thought you were going to have me on that show. one for sure. I Duh. thought for sure you were going to go Alex Smith. I thought for sure. That doesn't have a leg. Hey, well, he does. He has a leg. It's just not right. very good anymore. <laughs> You're Alex. I do like him. I think that he's a gr- he was a good player, but I've just I've always been a Ryan Tannehill guy. He made the Dolphins look not terrible when they were awful, and uh, now I think he's doing pretty well with the Titans. But quickly, because we have a minute left, my top three quarterbacks that you could replace Alex Smith with that no one would even realize there was a difference. Number three, Gardner Minshew. Number two, Carson Wentz. And number one, of course. Ryan Tannehill. <laughs> Any three of those guys you could put in Alex Smith's uniform and give him the same helmet, nobody know the difference. I promise can, you. Can, can I swear? Can I swear now? Um, yeah, I mean, we're almost done. Sure, go for it. All right. Fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to do it for today's show. Kickoff begins in, I believe it kicks off in five minutes. So go watch the game. Have fun. I'm so excited for football. I'm so happy we got to do this. We will be back and next week. We will recap week one, all of that fun stuff. Of course, Packers-Vikings game of the week. That should be fun to watch. But enjoy tonight's game. I mean, fellas. Football. 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 Football.